Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. Hi, this is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your Master of Ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your host, Pat Genetti, joined tonight by my co-host extraordinaire, Dave Koch. In the last two hours, I had two beers, a glass of wine, two shots of whiskey, and a little bit of anisette in my coffee. I'm ready for you guys. Wow. That's not good. And one of the greatest Mickey dudes. By the way, before that, who are you? Who am I? Who are you? Who? who? Oh, sorry. Um, I'm your co-host, just because I haven't been on, because I've, you know, been out and about for a while. Leave me alone, Dave. Shut up. I hate you. This is true. I just have to rouse you. A bit. All right, thanks. All right, and one of the greatest Mickey to- Mickey dudes. Jeez, Louise, I've been around for a long time. One of the, the gr- Mickey dude with the dude. <laughs> exactly. One of the greatest Mickey dude rotating commentators, Kyle Ostrander. I am flattered. I am very flattered. Why did the Scarecrow win an award? I don't know. Why? Don't know why? Why did the Scarecrow win an award? Because he was outstanding in his field. <laughs> <laughs> God, I see. I've missed you guys so much, and I've, I've missed the dad jokes, and I've missed, I've missed everybody else but Dave, because Dave's mean. Whatever, but I love you, Dave. What I just said to you beforehand would prove that. I wish that I had. <laughs> uh- yes, I'm. Gl- I'm glad we weren't recording yet. Anyway, but you know what? Tonight is, gentlemen. Tonight is a top eleven show. We have not done a top eleven show in a while, and it is a top eleven table service restaurant show. Hey, Pat, can I ask you a question? Wasn't the last time we did a Top 11 show the last time you were on? Wow. God. He's got a point there. No, it's not true at all, (laughs) but whatever. You kind of did it, Pat. I guess that's why you have co-host. You have to have the other guy on. But whatever. No, that's not true. I've proved that for the last couple months. But hey, Dave, I see you. (laughs) You're a jerk. You anyway, um, so, so tonight, I know. so tonight is Proud a top eleven show. Um, hey, Kyle, why do we do a top eleven show? Because eleven is louder than ten. We do a top eleven show because you know what? Ten's really for everybody else, and we'd like to do eleven. And eleven is louder than ten. So tonight is a top eleven of our table service restaurant. So what I did was I polled all nine of us, all nine Mickey dudes. And you guys got to me your top 11 table service restaurants that would include anywhere in the parks, that would include anywhere in Disney Springs, that would include anywhere in a Disney resort. And you got back to me with it, and I compiled all the data, and we had 42 restaurants. Oh, geez. Voted for. 42? 42. 42 different wow. restaurants you guys voted for. So here's the thing. I don't actually know how many table service restaurants there are. There's more than 42 because we voted for 42 of them. God bless. So 
Yeah. Nice. Hey, bless your heart. So we have 42 different restaurants voted for, and we I compiled a list of our top 11. Gentlemen, are you ready to go over it? Yeah, sure. Dave? Sure. Right, I'm going to start with our honorable mention. But, oh, actually, no, you know what I'm going to start with? I'm going to start with, you know, the coffee that I'm drinking tonight. Joffrey's Coffee Le Cellier. I, you know, I haven't, I mm, have not been on in a while, and I went with the Old Faithful. I went with, what am I going to brew tonight? Hmm, Le Cellier. Le Cellier may be my favorite of all of the Joffrey's Coffee. Head on over to joffreys.com and get yours today. It will bring you right back to the, right back to Canada, right back downstairs, right into that little cellar. Right where you get that nice piece of steak and you you, you finish it off with a dessert you mean and a coffee. The cellar, right? That's why it's called Le Cellier. It is a dark coffee. It is just full of flavor, and I love it. No matter what time of day it is, I will drink Le Cellier from Joffrey's. Head on over to Joffrey's.com and get yours today. Let me take a sip. I will say one thing. I did miss my Joffrey's coffee tonight. I went to a local steakhouse with my father right before this uh, recording, and. It was delicious, but first thing, one, I have been avoiding this place, but curiosity... Wait, wait a minute, time out. Why, uh, why are you avoiding it? What was the name of it again? I was going to say, I have been avoiding this place because every time I pass by it, the 12-year-old in me starts to snicker, but uh, uh, curiosity kind of uh, got me for, well, curiosity's sake about this place. The place is called Meet the Meat. <laughs> Yeah, that's let me tell just you something. funny. Actually, in Astoria, Queens, and let me tell you something. I met the meat tonight, and the meat was quite enjoyable. I will say that. <laughs> there are so many comments here, but it's a family show, so I'm just going to leave You know all. what? I'm, I'm going to leave it now. open to that because this was, quite a, this was quite a delectable meal. But I realized I go to Disney a little bit too much because uh, I have a little tradition with my father. Every couple of months, we get together and we go out for a steak dinner. He pays once, I pay. The last time he paid, and it happened to be Shula's in the in the Dolphin. So this time it was my turn to make good on the steak dinner. And I guess force a habit because I hardly I hardly uh, eat in restaurants when I'm home. Because uh, I happen to be quite a good cook and I've been really oh, getting into uh, cooking some really... Uh, no, I've been getting into some really good gourmet stuff lately. So... When I went to pay the bill so, tonight, because it wait, was my wait, so, turn to pay. So, so uh, gourmet stuff? Yes, yes gourmet yes. stuff. Gourmet. When I went to pay, it was kind of hard because my father looks at me. He's like, you realize what you just did? And I'm like, what? He's like, what's your t- credit card? You just pulled out your tables in Wonderland card. He's like, it's not going to work here with that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. And I, I just looked down and I just started laughing. I'm like, I guess it's a force of habit. I'm like, you guess... I'm like, you see where I usually end up uh, having restaurant meals. I was going to say something else, but I figured the two juvenile guys who you guys are, I decided to uh, basically say eat at restaurants instead of something else. Nice. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate yeah. that. No problem. Well, speaking of those two, I think you I thought you, I think you brought up Shula's just, you know, just, be, just yep. before. But my point with that was I missed my Joffrey's call. Right. Well, of course. Everybody misses Joffrey. If you, if I you, had if, to say meet the if meat. You can't, if you can't drink Joffrey's, you're going to miss it, obviously. Um, but I, I, Shula's, you know, that might be a hint for something later. I'm not going to give it away. It may be on the list. It may not be. I don't really know. But Shula, Shula's, sure Shula's might be on there. I'm just, just saying. All right. I'm sure but, it is because it's so darn good. I know, I know where I put my Shula's at. I did too, so... I'm counting the fact that it's on there. Maybe I gotta find I gotta find Pat's message Pat, first. What's wrong with you? You're making a face like you're. Matt, come on, Matt, come on. Right, let's, so, let's get on with this. All right, so here's the deal. Now nobody knows the results of these uh, of this top eleven. I am the only person that actually knows it. So actually, Dave and Kyle have no idea what the top eleven are. So what we'll do is we'll discuss it oh as my we go. God. I know, crazy, I know. All right, but we're gonna start. We're gonna start with the honorable mentions. All right, and the first one, the honorable mention, it got one vote, okay? It got one vote. But it got one vote just Prime like Sanaa did and just like the Brown Derby did. So it was in good company. I'm going to go with the Turf Club over at Saratoga. Our buddy Joe, Joe Aquatrochi, came up with and said, Hey, Pat, you know what? You got you to gotta give some love to the Turf Club because it's got the greatest prime rib on property. So I said, Joe, you know what? Just for you, buddy, I'll make sure it goes into the top 11 show. So one... One day, one day, when Joe and I are down there together, we're going to head to the Turf Club, and we are going to get that prime rib. Hey, Joseph, I have some directions for you. I'd like you to extend your arm into the air. 
then I'd like you to bend it. Where the angle comes and the bony part at the end, I'd like you to touch that. Now what I want you to do is turn around and put your hands on your hips and now maybe move them about maybe three inches to the back side. You have now learned your elbow from your <laughs> you-know-what because you didn't know beforehand. I had no idea where you were going with that. <laughs> I, I just learned that I was doing, I was doing it, Dave, just so I can have a, yeah. a visual, a visual right, one you on know there. Hey, I learned. Hey, Dave, Thank you. Dave may say, Dave may say Joe, you don't know your elbow from your you-know-what, but I'm going to give it a try. Joe, I promise you when we're down there together, pal, we're heading over to the turf club. But to the real honorable mentions. All right. <laughs> the, the, real? One, the ones that came in like 12 <laughs> and 13. We have Morimoto Asia, The Wave, and Yachtsman okay. all tied for number 13. Yachtsman? Yeah. Really? They, Yachtsman. Wait, wow. Kyle, are you saying Yachtsman should have made the top 11? Did I, I even I, put it on my list? I think, actually, no. Yeah, mine's, it was number three yeah, for me. Yeah, it was. So. All right, Dave, let list? me look at your list. Um, I do not. Yeah, see, Dave, you didn't even put it on your list. You wow. see, that would have been my honorable mention. I'm surprised. I, I thought I did. I was kind of, I kind of felt that it deserved to be there, but compared to other ones, I was kind of, at the end, I was kind of grasping at straws. Yeah. So. But more, yeah, so more emote I can see as an honorable mention. It's good, but not... You know, See, their price is good. I, I just, I know it's, I know it's uh, reminisce of an actual Asian market, but I'm sorry. When I'm eating in Disney World, I don't want to see dead ducks hanging, especially do, when. Do you want to see live ducks hanging? That'd be messed when, up. When, well, no. The fact is, Donald Duck is a major part of Disney. I don't want to turn around and see his, his dead cousins being hung up for, on display. And being roasted slow, slowly at that point. It's, there's now, just something. There's, there's just something at Disney. It's it's like going to the coral reef restaurant and ordering fish. <laughs> <laughs> but what else would you order at the coral reef? Fish, <laughs> because fish are friends. For that yeah, reason, knucklehead. Anyway, whatever. Um, you know, I, I, I uh, oh, by the way, in case you guys have not seen, head over to at Daily Walt Disney over on Twitter, and you may see me in a Donald Duck costume from eighth grade. I'm just saying, you can find it. I saw it. it was actually yeah. funny as crap. I mean, funny yeah. as anything. I can't say crap. You just said it twice. So it's okay. <laughs> oh crap! Uh, what are the other out of those three? Yachtsman, The Wave, and Morimoto. I'm going to tell you this right now. I still say this, and if you head over to themickeydudes.com for an, uh, go way back into the archives of seeing um, our blog entries, I did a, a review on The Wave, and I think The Wave is one of the hidden gems. And I know um, our friends uh, Brian and Carmen over. At peas and carrots, and our buddy Doug, over from WDW Main Street. You know, they just had a trip recently. I know they they've talked highly about the wave and things of that nature. I think the wave really needs to get some love over at the Contemporary. It is one of those things, um, you know. And I think actually over Easter weekend, I know Scotty and Jen Peace and Disney Deb are all going to be doing Easter breakfast there. So you know, I think it's one of those places that. I think not enough people know about, and I think you really got to give it a shot to to really make up your own mind. There's no, there's never really a wait. It's not really all that busy, but it is really good. So I think it really deserves some some love. And a shout out to Chef Baker over there. I've been in a lounge plenty of times. Never ate there. It's a cool lounge, actually. I like the lounge. It's 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 a okay. great the lounge, lounge is awesome. Yeah, me and Dave was down there for the uh, marathon weekend or the half marathon dark side. See? So, so, we did the monorail crawl, and I slept on the damn monorail for three loops. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, the, the <laughs> I forgot about that. I must have been talking to people who just popped up. No, yeah, you're you Actually, no. I think that's where we met all the BR guest podcast people. That's true. Go, go BR. I'll just sleep. All right, and number. What do you go, ahead, go I'm sorry. I was, I was saying go BOG. Go all ahead. right. Uh, our last um, honorable mention, number 12 on our list, was Artist Point over at Wilderness Lodge. Now, it's something I've never eaten at, but my wife has. Um, my wife – I know that sounds funny. Um, I took three of our children over to Whispering Canyon, and she took our oldest and said, forget you guys. You go over to the loud, obnoxious place, and I'm taking our oldest over to um, Artist Point and enjoying a nice meal. So they both really enjoyed it. I've never been, but again, my wife loved it, so I guess it's okay. Never been there. 
But now I've been, I've been to uh, Territory Lounge, and the food that, and the food that they have is comes from Artist Point, and the food yeah. is amazing. And t- that's why I got my char- that's why I got my charcuterie bo- I- charcuterie board, and no, as a Mazarin Lounge. Never mind. But I love charcuterie boards anyway. All right, so let's get into our actual top eleven. Number eleven. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like saying charcuterie. But Artist Point was on my list. Uh, it was. I met Dave there too. Good lord. No, we well technically yeah yeah we, yeah, we met or, at the that's true. Lounge. Yeah, or I, yeah, I just you said that. Dave, yeah, you had you had. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I was reading my text. You, you told me you told me order your bread service. You're on the way. Yeah, whatever. Order bread service. Dave doesn't pay attention. Yeah. Dave, you had you had actually an artist point at number eight on your list out of the top eleven. So yes, you definitely did have it on your list. All right, so we're going to go actually into our top 11. Number 11 with 21 points, okay? So basically how this works, if any of the nine voted it as number one, you'd get 11 points, number two, 10 points, number three, nine points, so on and so forth. For your math majors, you can figure that all the way out down to the 11th ranked one where you would get one point. So number 11th is actually Ohana, and Ohana came in with 21 points. And Ohana came in so high due to the simple Mm. fact that I voted it first. I love Ohana. So Ohana got 11 points for me, so it got yeah. one first place vote, and three out of the nine of us actually had it on the list. But Ohana comes in. Let me guess, Joe was uh, one of them. I'd have to look. Let me see. Joe, no. Joe, Dex, Joe didn't have it. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. That surprises me. I'll say Steve I'll right and Chuck. Now. Let me see. Let me, uh, if you get that right. Nope. Chuck is right. I had it. I had it one. Chuck had it, and Tim had it. So me, Chuck, and Tim. And I had it on. That was it. Three of us had it. So Ohana comes in at number eleven. And here's the thing: I just, I see. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think people either love it or hate it. Um, I actually really like the idea of having all that protein. And we all know Tim likes all the protein that he could have after lifting cars over his head. Um, that helps him. Uh, but then you get the bread pudding. Are you kidding me? It's probably one of the best desserts on property. Yeah. This My thing true. was I had Ohana one time. I had Ohana one time, and the food was okay. The server was amazing, the atmosphere was amazing, the service was amazing, but the food was okay. Right. In my point. You know what it is with me with Ohana? What? Usually, whenever I was able to get an ADR, it was always later in the day. And after being in Disney and so many delectable things to eat, by the time, you know... I've been snacking all day and stuff like that. By the time I actually get to Ohana, I'm really, I'm really not as hungry as I should be for Ohana, and it just yeah. becomes like a, it becomes a waste for me. That that I that yeah. I could understand. But the food is tasty. Yeah, you better you better you better go hungry. It's, you it's better go tasty, hungry. Yeah. And you know, and that's the one thing. But also, here's the thing: why I put it number one is because one, we had dinner there, but two, we love breakfast there too. And when you can have Stitch and Lilo and Pluto and Mickey. Um, in their Hawaiian garb, you know, and have breakfast there. That's another added bonus. So that's why I ranked it so high because of the the versatility of the breakfast and the lunch and dinner. So love it. You see, I'm all I'm all for uh, booting out Lilo and putting up. Why would you even go? Why? Dude, well, why, I'm, do, I'm, why do you, do it? Why it's, do, it's why do you have to upset me? It's, it's my first show back in a really long time, and you got it really. We'll keep we'll keep Stitch. Okay. Oh, we're gonna get Mohana. we're gonna get rid of Lilo. Lilo just freaks me out. I see Lilo, I run. Remember, the girl who voiced Lilo is also the one in the <laughs> ring. It just it just freaks me out. All right. Okay. Okay. I get you. I'm I done. Get you. I get you. I get you. All right. Let's move on to our top. Let's... Really? Yeah, yes. It is. Yes. It's awesome, actually. In one way, yes, it is. But then when you really think about it, how uh, foobar that is. weird. I'm not going to lie. All right. But it's got Elvis yeah. in it. Elvis, Elvis all yeah. around. Go all ahead. Right, no worries. Continue, Pat. All Sorry. right. So number 10. We can go on to get... Go ahead, Pat. Sorry. <laughs> Seven okay, no, days. no, 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 no. Do not make Lilo evil. Stop it. <laughs> anyway. Number 10. Vicky and Al's. Victoria and Alberts. It came in... It came in at... Wow. three. It came in at... Wow. Number 10. Three of us out of the nine have it, but it did garner two first place votes. And it actually garnered two... Uh, the most first place votes. Two different places had two first place votes, and Vicky and Alice was one of them. So it was actually very high on the list. And when we look at it, Joe had it number one, and Tim had it number one. So we had because they've been there. That's why. <laughs> that may be it. You see, that's the thing. I, I have not. I can't. I can't, I can't make a guess. Honestly, when I was doing this list, 
I didn't even. I forget that it's yeah. even on property and it even exists because I guess maybe it's at this point in my life it's not in my yeah. price range. Stephen also had it on his list. Stephen had it at number eleven. So just for full disclosure, um, obviously there's a lot of restaurants in Disney property, and you know what I said to the guys was very simple. It's a top eleven uh, restaurant table service restaurant show. Whether you've been there or not, either rank them of places that you have been or places that you really want to go. We obviously doing this podcast, we have done our research. We have talked to a lot of people. We have talked to each other. So there's plenty of information going out there. So there's a lot of places we want to try. So we could rank them accordingly, whether we've been there or not. Um, so, you know, we don't all, it doesn't have to be every place that we went to, but it's places that we want to go to as well. So that's what made up our top 11. Patrick, may yes. I expand on that? You could expand on whatever you want, pal. Okay. So like someone like Steven, who is from overseas and has a limited time when he gets there to waste his time every night on a table service is basically taking away some major valuable park time that he could be getting when he's only getting there about maybe three or four every three or four years or so even longer than that so and then he has two weeks but he has a lot of time to make up in the parks so his was a little bit limited on the places that he actually went to so he put stuff that he would like to try on his whereas my 11 i have eaten at i go a lot i have eaten at all 11 establishments so this is a bit skewed in that way but pat did an excellent uh explanation why why thank you um Hey, all right. Job, all right. So, uh, you know, Vicky and Al's is someplace that I know I want to go. My wife and I have said on, on on different occasions that we do want to try it. So it will be – it's on the, um, you know, the living list as uh, Doug at WW Main Street would say. Um, but it just hasn't been there yet. So, all right. So that was number 10. Now, number 9 is a place that I have not tried, but obviously – it made three out of our nine lists, zero first place votes, but it did garner 24 points. Uh, the Boathouse in Disney Springs. Now, again, I haven't heard, you know, bad things necessarily about it. Um, you know, I haven't heard, you know, I've heard really good things and I've heard okay things. So I haven't heard like this is the most awful place on the face of the earth. I do want to try the Boathouse. I do want to try actually eating outside um, you know, instead of inside at the boathouse, but you know, I don't know. So guys, what do you think about the boathouse at number nine? I'll give it an okay. An okay. See, it's not bad. I went to a, uh, went the first marathon, the first, uh, dark side half marathon, what, uh, 15? Is that right, Dave? 15 or 16? I would was say, uh, I think it was 15. No, no. It don't make been, Dave It would have been 16. Yeah, well, 16. I went to the boathouse for my little, like, celebratory, uh, meal. Yeah, it was good. It was a. I mean, I, I put it up. I put it up there with like Longhorn or Outback. You, you can go Whoa. find somewhere. Yep, I'm, wow. I'm going there. Wow, it was right. good. All I'll give you that. It was good, but I can go to Longhorn Outback get the same steak, great price or same kind of good food. But obviously, it's a much better price. Right, but it was good. It's not. It was not horrible. It was good, but I can go somewhere around me and get the same thing for a whole lot less price, kind of thing. All right, I, I'm not gonna. I'm definitely. I'm not. I'm definitely not gonna argue it because obviously I haven't been there. So you know, looking at it, Chuck, Jeff, and Tim. Chuck and Tim had it pretty high. Um, Jeff had it in the middle. So you know, they obviously like it unlike uh, a lot, comparatively speaking. But Kyle, you've been there and it wasn't on your list, so you know that might that might speak that might speak volumes right there. All right. If you're listening to this show right now, go go to it. It's it's good. It's really good. Just for me, I've been. It's okay. Now, Pat, Just I do go. have a question about it. Now, I understand the ambiance of sitting outside and everything, especially on a nice night and being in Disney, enjoying Disney Springs. But do you feel when you go to a restaurant? Yeah, granted, you get the you get the food experience, but do you? I always felt like if I sat outside, I'm missing a whole part of the ambiance of the restaurant and yes. part of the exp- part of the actual experience by sitting inside and experience the whole restaurant. Oh, now, yeah, I, the one there's only one place that I would say that that's in Disney Springs where there's an the exception to the rule over there is Raglan Road because Raglan Road they usually have a band playing outside and they have a band playing inside, so you kind of get the same 
atmosphere on both uh, in both places. But so everywhere you, else, it just seems like if you're outside, yeah, you're in Disney Springs, but you're not necessarily in the rest. Yeah. See, if I if I if for me, and I, again, this is me just being me. Um, if I could sit outside anywhere, I'd much rather sit outside. And if I could sit outside, and even though the water is artificial somewhat in Disney Springs, except on the Sasagula, um, I would, I'd rather be outside and just looking at the water. And that's just me. But I see your point. And, and you know, and some people look at it that way as well. And uh, kind of towards what Kyle was saying, um, for everybody that's listening right now, these are our opinions, obviously. And I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell anybody to not try any restaurant that they want to try. I think that's one of the greatest things about Disney. And and, and like I said before, there was 42 restaurants on our list. And I, I don't think out, out of any of the 42 restaurants that we were willing to put in our top 11, any of them are going to be so awful that you would have a bad meal and be miserable at it. You know, so I, I think that's the thing. If 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 anybody's listening and wants to try these restaurants, go ahead and then then hit us up on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes and let us know how it was because I think that's the idea. One of the greatest things about about Disney World and being inside the bubble is that you have the parks, you have Disney Springs, you have everything going on, and you have this food, and it, you know that's an attraction all and all unto itself. And to add to that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I was say, and ladies and ladies and gentlemen, to add to that, keep in mind. Here, the only opinions that count are myself's and Kyle's. Exactly, because mine, mine oh, means oh, nothing. Thanks, Dave. Thank um, you. Yeah. You're welcome, so, buddy. I hate you. All right, so anyway, <laughs> on to our list. Sorry, I couldn't resist, my friend. Continue, Dave. Continue. No, all right, or, so that, number continue. eight that has that that actually tied with um, the boathouse with 24 points, but I put it at number eight because it was on four out of our nine lists, but zero first place points at the same point in time was 50s primetime. Now, 50 primetime for me was number yeah, two. That's good. That's um, good. I love 50s primetime. Speaking right. of ambiance, I love the character, not the character, this, the, um, uh, the, 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 the characters. Uh, oh, oh, my God. What am I blanking? Yeah. Why am I blanking? Blanking. Uh, cast members, thank you. Uh, the cast. They're, they're char- they are, they are sure, characters. They are. And, you know, it, the, the, the cast interaction, I think, is just fantastic. And every time we're in Hollywood Studios, you know, that's where we're going to eat if we're going to spend a full day there. And I think my kids love it. My wife loves it. It's just it's a fun thing. And the food is good. Is it is it Victorian Alberts? Is it going to be, you know, Michelin stars, five stars, whatever it is? No. But at the same point in time, is it really good food? Yes. It's actually it's family friendly it's good food i have a family of four kids and they all love it every single time folks what you understand pat and dave that is straight southern food right there i love food meatloaf fried chicken it's soul food i mean i only put it on eight but i only had it one time but it's amazing now it's the fact that is my favorite place? No. But however, it's like, hey, I'm, you got a friend come to you and say, hey, I'm going to Hollywood Studios. Where should I go? 50s. Yeah. 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 And Sa- it's a safe. It's, they it's put safe. on a great show. Exactly. As long as you're as long as long you're aware of the show that they're putting on, you're aware right. of the stick. Now, and it goes, it's got the good last food. Time, the last time I went, I had our server was absolutely, she was gorgeous. Hubba hubba. And I had got I got the blue plate special and it was really good, but it was filling. So when I had my uh, when I had my uh, ice cream sundae at the end, I really wasn't too hungry for it and I couldn't finish it. And she comes and she starts giving me the business for not finishing my sundae, and then she starts spoon feeding me my my sundae. <laughs> and let me tell you something, I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of hot. <laughs> Oh well, thanks for playing wow, along, Dave. That was, that was a fantastic story. I'm, I'm glad. Well, hey, five, four, three, two, one. Come on, let's I'm, gl- I'm glad. I'm glad we had that story, Dave. Thanks, buddy. Um, but here's the thing, you know, if, and I think exactly what you said, uh, Kyle. When you go to Hollywood Studios, a friend asks you where you're gonna eat. Go to Fifties. Like I, the, you know, Hollywood Brown Derby. Like got one vote. Jeff voted for it. So and Mama Melrose didn't get a vote. And really, there's not a lot of. Um, not a lot of places that are that are in Hollywood Studios that are going to get a vote. If you're going to eat at Hollywood Studios, I know Dave, you did uh, vote for Sci-Fi as well um, in your thing, That's but I think you're the, you're the only one that voted for Sci-Fi. I think I think 50s Prime Time is no doubt the place to go in, in Hollywood Studios. I voted for both of them just based on the whole show. Yeah, aspect. absolutely. I agree. All right, so on to number seven, and Dave, here we go because this is this is your chance. 
Now, we talked ahead of time before we started recording, and Dave said he might have a rant coming for this next restaurant. Now, Kona Cafe comes in at number seven. Now, here's the thing, Dave. You left it off your list, you said, on purpose. Kona Cafe gets the distinction of being on the most of our list. Six out of nine of us actually put it on our top 11 list. So, in essence that could be our favorite restaurant it may not have garnered the most points because it only garnered 26 points it did not get any first place votes but at the same point in time um, i put it on there chuck jeff joe kyle tim uh chuck and i actually had it let me see one two three four we had it fifth um so it was in our top five uh, you know, so it is pretty high on our list, comparatively speaking. You know, Jeff, Joe, Kyle, and Tim, you guys had it towards more towards the bottom half. And then, Dave, you, you left it off. And, you know, you could have put it on if, but you have some beef to pull with Kona. What's the deal? Well, Pat, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll be completely honest. It would have been on my list, and it would have been my number wow. one. Wow. And Wait, time out. It would have been your number one. That would have made seven out of nine of us putting it on our list, and and then you left it off entirely. Please do explain. They've changed the menu, and I'm just not, I'm not a fan of the new menu. Some of the stuff that I really liked in the past, for breakfast, for instance. I know, Samoa, I knew you were going to go there. It was one of those things that I I used to look forward to going there for the Samoan, the Tonga toast. Okay, I I like Tonga toast, but I can get that at Captain Cook's. It's, it yeah. does miss something without the berry compote, but they changed the recipe for the Tonga toast. They got rid of the Samoan altogether, and they put something in its place that I found way too spicy that I just was not happy with. The, my go-to meals, the things that I really enjoyed the most there, have been taken away. And lately, I've just been, as far as the culinary offerings, I've just been disappointed with the Polynesian on the whole. I used to love going to Captain Cook's and getting an adult grilled cheese sandwich. For mm-hmm. a while, you would be able to, even once they took it off the menu, you could, if you asked nicely, they would make it for you. But now I've been told that they don't make it anymore because they don't even have the ingredients for it in the actual establishment anymore, so they can't make it. Which I understand at that point, but it's... I feel like any of the old standbys that I really enjoyed that really made that place stand out have been taken away. And because of that, I I used to really be one person. I would be the type that would say, oh, you want to go to a really good restaurant? Try Kona Cafe. After they changed the menu, even changing the Tonga toast, it doesn't taste the same as it used to. And I have had a couple of uh, servers confirm that they even changed the, changed the recipe on it. I just can't get behind it. I can see that. Here's the thing. I The last time I went to Kona, I did um, – the Tonga Toast did change already. So I know that. But they still had Samoan on the on the menu when I went. So my wife had the Tonga Toast, and that was the first thing she said. She said, wow, this has actually changed. And she could taste it, and I tried it. I was like, yeah, okay, it definitely did change. Not that it was bad. It was just different. It wasn't the same. And, you know, the Samoan is gone, so I have not been back since – you know, the Samoan has been off the menu. So I will give you that. If I go back at some point in time, obviously, when I'm there, and I'll be there in about a month, um, if I, and actually I'll be uh, staying at the Poly, and if um, if I go to Kona and I realize that the venue is not as good, I may come back and, you know, and, and change my vote. But for nostalgic reasons, I'm just keeping it up there, baby. That's all I'm saying. Shall we go off on a little tangent on our, as uh, a Demdens addendum to this rant now or should we wait Dude, to do I, I do it's your show man go go just go go do it's, it it's all just of our shows so. just go all right well it's, well to make a uh, to pretty much uh, draw a parallel to that we're recording this on uh, March 11th uh, 11th okay yeah so as of March as of March uh, March was it March 9th they changed the citrus swirl <laughs> to a orange Dude. swirl. Mm. And now here's the thing. Okay, I bust Joseph's chops. I bust Tim's chops. I bust Kyle's chops about how the Dole Whip is better than the citrus swirl. I personally didn't like the, sir, the citrus swirl. But with that in mind, I had a lot of people that really did enjoy the citrus swirl. And for many people, it's part of their uh, – I guess it's part of their trip – 
it makes yep. it's one of those things that's just it's it's a it makes Disney World feel like home to many people. Now, while I don't personally care for it, I aside from the fact that I bust their chops, they enjoy it. So when I heard they changed the menu, I was kind of annoyed in that case because I know people who really enjoyed it as it was. Granted, they've have uh, made it uh, a little bit more friendly towards vegans now and stuff like that. So I have some friends, other friends that can enjoy it. But with that, with that in mind, the people that I really do care about who enjoyed it are now kind of missing out. And they're kind of just, it feels like they're cutting corners. They can't even call it a citrus swirl anymore for legality reasons. It just kind of feels like that they're, they're taking things that, they got rid of the citrus roll a long time ago, and then they brought it back after a whole bunch of uh, Disney fans kept requesting it. And now all of a sudden they're taking it away again. You know, they're still selling. You go walk through Adventureland, there are people with citrus rolls. It It is still something that sells. It just seems, it seems like, okay, well, why? Why turn around and do something like that when you have people that come on a regular basis that enjoy it? It has a cult following. Why mess with it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, uh, Same thing with the Kona Cafe. I'm, I'm thinking they went with the orange swirl because it's Florida and they sell lots of oranges and they could use Florida orange juice. Yeah, but they also they also sell all sorts of citrus. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just kidding. I have, I have no idea why they did it. Here's the thing. I, I, here's yeah. the thing. I don't know why. I, I don't know why they would bother going with it. I got. I gotta try it before. I right. Make and it and and I will. I will give it a shot next month, and I will see what it's like. And now Joe did respond. Joe did taste it today because he happened to be in the Magic Kingdom, and he sent us a report, and he said it tasted like a cream and that would be something that Dude, I would if it enjoy. It tastes like a cream skull. I'm all. I, I'm 100 percent on board. <laughs> exactly. I love. But Joe's Joe's uh, Joe's no. thing about no. it was, hey, uh, I live I live in Jersey. I can go to the Jersey Shore and get something like this anytime. He's like the the charm of the citrus swirl was I could only get it here. And as much as I like to bust Joseph's chops in that way, I got to give him that. And that's the thing. It just. It seems like they're messing with things that just really shouldn't be messing with because they, some of these things help make a person's vacation when they go Agreed. down there. I see that. All right, let's get into the top six. Um, now, we were away from Kona at number seven, and this one I know, Kyle, uh, it was very high on your list. It was three out of nine. It did garner one first-place vote at number six, um, and is Shula's. Kyle. Yeah. I, I can see that. I can right. see it. Well, I hope you could see it because you had it really high, didn't you? I can <laughs> see it too. Number, number one. My, Made my, my list. First, my first right. All right. So, all right. So, Kyle, give me, let me know. And I, again, Shula's is one of those those things that I don't think a lot of people really think about because where is it? Is it in the dolphin or is it over in the swan? All right. The dolphin. Think about it. Shula's. There you go. Smart two. thinking there. So that's a really good way to go. think about it. You know, I don't think a lot of people think about heading over to the Swan and or Dolphin Tea, but I'll tell you this right now. All I hear is all really great restaurants over there. So Shula's Steakhouse. Kyle, why would you put it number one? Because seriously, it's the best darn steak I've ever had in my wow. life. And the atmosphere was great. The service was amazing. The bartender was outstanding. And... uh that's really about it. The steak was that darn good. And I got my four, I got my 40, 48 ounce club member from Shula's. Oh yeah, you did. So, so yes. But when, anyway, but the thing about the Shula's, same thing, same thing with Victoria and Alberts. You know, if you haven't been there, you don't, you don't know. You don't, you haven't experienced. You have, you don't have the, uh, I guess the, uh, what am I thinking here? Saying here. Report, I guess you can't, you can't report on it because you don't, you haven't experienced it. Yet, no, which so. makes a lot of sense. So, so before when yeah. you were saying about the boathouse, and you were saying you know it's you know kind of like a chain, like a Longhorn or an Outback, you're saying Shula's is not like yeah. that. It's above and beyond that. All right. Yes. See, here's the the ironic thing is, and before I even say this, I want to just go out on record and say I absolutely agree with Kyle. But the fact is, Holy crap. the the irony the irony of that statement, Kyle, is you're talking about one that actually is in fact the chain, because I have a, a chain, couple yes, of times, 
a couple of times I people have asked me, okay, so should I go to Lucelier or should I go to Yachtsman? And I have told them up to now I would have sent you over to Yachtsman, although Lucelier is good too. But honestly, I'm going to tell you, you want a really good steak in a really nice atmosphere, go to Shula's. And anytime I've told people that, their response is, yeah, normally I would do that, but I got a Shula's by me, so I'm going to try Shula's by me, and I'm going to go to right. somewhere in Disney where I can't actually go. And I'm like, all right, well, if that's the case, go to Yachtsman. That's true. I, I I'll would, give you that I would one, send yeah. Them, I would send them to Shula's over the two. Because the Shula's in New York and Miami and Well, that was the pro- thing. Probably These LA, Floridians. so yeah. The, the last group that asked yeah. me about it were Floridians who lived... Close so yeah, Miami, I, I could I could see that too. But me, I have I have like my, my best steakhouse around me is Longhorn. So right. so you you've heard it here. Go to Shula's instead of Longhorn. Uh, <laughs> yes, I mean you don't no, have yeah. meat to meats. By dang it, that's no terrible. no meat to meats. Ah, right. we got we got Ruth Chris, but that's, oh, that's never mind. good. All right, so now 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 so we're into say. our top five, and our top five we're gonna start it off with another steakhouse, which we were just talking about. And actually, number five with 28 points, four out of nine of us actually had it on our list. One first place vote. It is Le Cellier. Now, Le Cellier, I have been to. It wasn't. It didn't make my top 11. Uh, I did enjoy it. I'm not gonna say it. I didn't enjoy it. It was just, you know, the atmosphere is nice. It's dark. It's, it's, it's. It was a good steak, but it just, it, it, it didn't. It didn't when I when I thought about my top eleven, Lacellier didn't jump out jump out at me. Now I know for a lot of people, Lacellier does jump out at you. It is one of your favorites. It is one of those restaurants that you know Stephen had it actually number one. It is one of those restaurants that you kind of have to go to, and it kind of makes your list or your trip when you go. Um, it just didn't happen to be for mine. But what do you guys think about Lacellier? Well, I didn't put it on the list because I feel like every time I go there and I talk to the uh, staff, I feel like I'm talking to Chuck. <laughs> you Southern Canadians. <laughs> I had number six on mine, but one through five were my serious picks, and number six through ten, six through me, six through eleven. There you go. We're kind of like, hey, I like these guys right here, no particular order. But you know, Celia was good, very good for what it was, great steak, but. You can find better on property. See, I wanted to put a steakhouse on my list, but when it came to it, Shula's one out from my list over the other right. ones. Shula's number one for me. Yeah, there we go. Shula's was like number six for me or something. Uh, let me Actually, I could tell you right now, Dave, yep, absolutely. You had, it, you had it right there at number six. Well done. All right, so number four. Now, number one, two, three, and four, there was a big difference. Um... You know, number five came in at 28 points. Number four and up all had 38 points or more. Um, they all um, were on a lot of our lists. At least four or five of us had it on the list. So this is where the big boys play. So there was a big difference between one through four and the rest, uh, a 10-point difference. Number four, a restaurant that I have not gone to. I know, Dave, you have been there, and I know you actually do like it. You put it number one on your list. But that is Tiffin's. Tiffin's come in. Tiffin's comes in at number four. This is a restaurant I really do want to try. I know uh, I've heard great, great things about it. Also heard great things about the Nomad Lounge right next to it. So Dave, why is Tiffin's number one on your list? This has become my my number one favorite place on property. Uh, it's not just the food is delicious, but it also has to do with the ambiance and the staff. One of the things that it really tries to do is uh, basically it encompasses all of Disney's Animal Kingdom. It has uh, menu choices from each of the sections, obviously except from Dino Land because you're not going to get a Bronto <laughs> burger there. But they they have some they have some Pan Asian, they have some Pan African meals, and they mix it with American flavors. And the other reason, and I've said this on other shows. The artwork in there is just exquisite, and it's like walking into a museum. And one of the things that when you're there, if twice, actually, I'm sorry, I've been there three times, and three times I have just like wandered from going to the restroom back to my seat just looking at some of the artwork, and I've had a cast member come over unwarranted, 
and just ask me, are you enjoying the art? And then picking a piece in the room and just telling me a little bit about the art in the room. And the stories behind this artwork and everything, it just, that restaurant basically just encompasses all of what Disney tries to do with telling a story. There's, it's well thought out. There's, it plays into the story of Disney's Animal Kingdom in so many ways. They just, the staff is friendly. It's an, I started going there before uh, Avatar opened up. So they were trying to get some foot traffic. When you walked in, they were very appreciative of you coming to their new restaurant. And I've noticed since Avatar, I was afraid that that would be something that they would get busy with. They have got more foot traffic at this point, and I'm fine with that. But they have come up, they still have that impeccable service and that really friendly serve and that really friendly atmosphere. So I say that this is a top-notch Disney experience, and that's why I put it at my number one. Awesome. I'll be there in July to confirm. Cool. And I. I don't know when I'll get there, but I will get there at some point in time. I really, you know, again, it's just, and Dave, I think what you're saying is absolutely right. I think the idea of if you can go to a restaurant, not only enjoy the food, but enjoy the atmosphere, and the idea, I think it's kind of like when you go over to the Animal Kingdom Lodge or you head over to Kadani, uh, the DVC portion, any of the, you know, it, there is artifacts. There is there is paintings there. There's there's different things on the wall. And I think that enhances the experience at the same and point. Speaking of artif- speaking of artifacts. Oh, wait a minute. What are you going to say now? At the end of every meal at Tiffin's, you are, each guest is given a uh, print of a uh, picture drawn, hand-drawn by Joe Rody. Look at that. That's so you pretty get awesome. an artifact amongst the artifacts when leaving. Very cool. Very cool indeed. Another reason, guys, head on over to Tiffin's. I, you know, if, if Dave recommends it, I, I would go there. No doubt about it. Dave, Dave. Oh, and the Joffrey's blend. Oh, oh, can't beat that. Artifact blend. Head over to Joffrey's.com. Get some today. Now, here's the thing. Dave wins the unique diner award out of all of us, too, because Dave actually had four restaurants that nobody had on his list. You know, the rest of us had maybe three or two. But Dave, actually, he's been probably to the most restaurants on Disney property out of all of us. So That and the Metro card will get me on the subway. That is true. But, uh, you know, I, I would trust Dave. Dave. Dave is actually pretty good with when it comes to recommendations for food so you know give it a shot all right number three on our list sure. um, talk to the fat guy <laughs> that would be me um number three on our list which did actually tie with tiffins uh but it actually had two first place votes compared to speaking to just the one first place vote for tiffin so that's what gave it the nod at number three uh chuck and jeff both put this at number one i put it at number three but boma comes in at number three for us it's a top three restaurant 38 points four out of nine of us had it on the list and honestly i cannot speak highly enough about boma i love it it is probably if i had to say the best buffet on property i don't think that's much of a stretch i think it is absolutely fantastic the different things that you can get there um for either breakfast and i've had breakfast there i've also had dinner there Uh, you know the different things you can get with an african flair but you also can get my kids love it you could also get normal quote-unquote uh kid-friendly foods that you know the spice uh, level won't be too much where they loved it it's just fantastic on all levels in my opinion Pat, Yo. refresh my memory. Did I put it on? Uh, Dave, I will look right now, and I will tell you in one second. Dave, uh, no, actually, you did not put it on your list. You stink. You're all right. Okay, honestly, either. that was an oversight wow. because it should have been on my list. I don't know why I didn't. All right, so I so what I what I, I what I just said while wait, I was giving a test. What, what I just said to everybody, I was like, oh, listen to Dave because Dave knows what he's talking about with food. Oh, you didn't put it on my list. You suck. It was. I was in the middle of giving a test when I made my list. Everybody was quiet, and I had a free moment, so I kind of just jotted it down walking around. Uh, brain fart on your so, part. So, honestly, that was a uh, – it was in my wheelhouse. I, I, guess, would, I, I guess I here, forgot Here's to the thing. It. With that being said, all right, all right, again, hindsight being 2020, but if, Dave, if you put it high enough on your list, it actually may have been our number one restaurant. But, in, of course, you forgot it entirely. So, actually, me – 
Well, I think my other choice kind of canceled out, so maybe that was All my right, thinking. Uh, I had it on, Chuck had it on, Jeff had it on, obviously number one, and then Steven also had it on, so the four of us had it on. It was very high on our list, and we actually love it, and you hate it, so shut up. No, I'm fine. All right. Kyle, anything on Boma? Never uh, been. But you know what you can get there? Zebra domes and lots of them. That's why Chuck loves it. And I'll be there in July. Are sexy, according to the defunct uh, Disney hipsters. Oh, there you go. All right, so we're in our top two. So, going... Th- I miss sexy menus. You're just sexy in general. All right, so... I know. So we have two restaurants that are on top of our list. And the number two, I've never been to. Number one, I have. So number two, with 40 points, five out of nine of us put it on our list. It did garner one first place vote. It is the California Grill sitting on top of the Contemporary Resort. So again, never been. Only heard the good things, but I could not judge it for myself. It did not make my list. I do want to go there at some point in time. But I'm going to throw it over to you guys. Dave, you've been there, I'm sure. Uh, you know, what do we got? What do we got on Cali Grill? Man, see, it's not on your list. That's hysterical. And you went, meh. How do you go, meh? Of all places, like Cali Grill, you go, meh. You are the king of meh. I think people put. I think people put California Grill on the list for their fireworks view, honestly. It's it's nice. The food's all right, but honestly, nothing to write home I about. I don't like me. Now, other about everybody else maybe. For me, I, I was I wasn't impressed. I was impressed by the view. I wasn't impressed by the uh, taste. Michael had it number 1, Joe had it number 2, Stephen had it number 2, so I'm just saying they may disagree with you. Huh? But obviously, Dave being the king of meh, whatever. Kyle, any interest in going to Cali Girl? I saw it from the top of the world lounge <laughs> one time. It looked it looked nice. See, and the, N- see that's the funny been. thing. I actually, you know, when I'm there in a month, I'm in a much. I'm actually gonna. I'd be more interested in going to the top of the world lounge than Cali Girl. But I will say this again. I'll give reference to uh, peas and carrots, uh, Brian and Carmen. Guys, if you haven't um, head over. If you haven't yet, head on over to YouTube and, and look up their, their channel. They do a great job. The Adventures of Peas and Carrots. The buffet over at um, – or not the buffet. The brunch over at Cali Grill. They did a review on it and they did a, a video on it. Seriously, I will say this. It may be a little pricey, but it looked phenomenal. So it, that might that may be the reason why I head over to Cali Grill. And I'm, if, since we mentioned Top of the World – I am going to say the seven-layer cake, i.e. for the Seven Seas Lagoon, top-notch, ladies and gentlemen. You're not going to be able to finish it yourself. Go with a group and get a bunch of people and attack that thing because it's absolutely delicious. Wait, you can't eat it by yourself? Uh, Why not? It's way too big and way too rich. I mean, I guess mm. I guess That's you can if you really want to. Sure. If you want to, knock yourself out. I personally could not do it as much as I would like to. I just, I, and you're talking, you're talking to a guy with a little bit of girth to him. I I just, I just don't have it in me to finish that whole thing. But I will say anytime you can go to the uh, top of the world. I'm not a DVC member. Yeah, I was going to say, how'd you sneak in there? How'd they let you uh, in there? I don't understand. I have enough friends that will let me up because people just I was just about to say like that me. exact same so thing. They bring they bring me they bring me up all the time. So I don't need to buy DVC. I rent my DVC points. I have friends that bring me into the lounges. I have friends that bring me to the parties. I'm just gonna milk this as there long you go. as I smart can. Smart man, smart man indeed. Alright, so let's go. Uh drum roll, please. Alright, our number one is I'm thinking of that scene from Howard Stern's last uh, Oh, yes. I understand movie. exactly what you're saying. No, I don't. I, I have no idea what no, he's no, talking no. about. I think the National Lampoon All right. So we have, we have a number one. It, it was a clear-cut favorite. Uh, no, it really wasn't. But it did garner 44 points. All right. Five out of the nine actually voted for it. But guess what? It had zero first-place votes. But it was high enough on everybody really? else's list. It was on five of lists like i said it was two on two it was number two on uh, those fives 
and then it was four on three of the rest of them. So it was very high on the five of us. Myself, Jeff, Steven, Dave, and Tim all had it on the list. And the Mickey Dudes, nah. number one table service restaurant is Jico. Don't, don't all, don't all, don't all applaud at once. Calm down. <laughs> I, I would not. Yeah, been, I think that's yeah. probably why I didn't right. put Boma and, on. Yo, here's here's the thing. I I been to Jico, and it, it was a phenomenal meal. I can't I can't say enough about it. The atmosphere was fantastic. The um, I don't understand what Dave's doing right now. Dave Dave is doing weird things on <laughs> on camera right now. And wrong and, wrong oh, wrong computer, Dave. Wrong computer. Dave. Oh, Dave, I see you. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Dave's a jerk. Um, so you know, and my wife and I went there for a date night. It was it was great. The food was fantastic. The service was great. The atmosphere was phenomenal. And again, I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'll say it again. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Animal Kingdom Lodge by far has the best restaurants of all the parks. You have Jico, Boma, and Sanaa, which granted Sanaa didn't make our top eleven, but phenomenal restaurants. So Dave, I know you've been there, Kyle. You said you haven't. Dave, why is Jico on your list? I think uh, the wine list probably is one of the things that really kind of makes it. And two, there's a mix of both exotic with familiar over there. They have some, they mix some exotic foods in with some common American foods. Excuse me. And as a result, you can be adventurous, but not too adventurous at times. And they kind of just know how to fuse the two of them together. They might do something like a, a steak, but they might offer you a, a sauce that uses some African roots and some unique spices that you really can't get anywhere in the States or it's not that common. And you kind of just have those two fusions of flavors. You get to try something new, but you can also, if you want to be a little bit safe, you have that option too and just kind of just take baby steps maybe just dip a toe into the pool and when you dip that toe in the pool you find that the water is actually kind of warm and pleasant and you want to jump right in all right so that's that's definitely a way to put it dave awesome um i like that reference of the the, the toe in the pool that was fantastic um yeah you know again i i can't complain i jico was high on my list and i think that jico is a is a very worthy restaurant of, of getting our first place vote for our top 11. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we do have to wrap up this show. So I do hope you enjoy it, but let's, before we go, talk about DVC Resale Market. DVC Resale Market, head on over to dvcresalemarket.com and see all the listings. If you're in the market for DVC, head on over there. It's a great place for resale points. Why resale points? Because guess what? You're going to save thousands of dollars. You want to save thousands of dollars? Very simple. You want DVC? Head on over to dvcresalemarket.com and save yourself thousands. Now, I know Kyle's an owner. I'm an owner. Jeff's an owner. We all own DVC. And if we're going to grab some more points, we're going over to dvcresalemarket.com. Head on over. Talk to Nick, the gang. Just go over to the website. See the FAQs. See the listings. I'm going to tell you this right now. They're going to treat you like family, and they're going to give you everything you need to know about dvc dvcresalemarket.com the place to get your dvc resale points so ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages that is our show for tonight kyle where can everybody find you on the interwebs you can find me on instagram at trickyleg01 dave you can find me on instagram at figments reality and you could find me on Twitter at Daily Walt Disney. You could find me on Facebook at Patchinetti. You could find all of us on Twitter at The Mickey Dudes. And that is our show. So what I want you to do and what we want you to do is head on over to Twitter and hit us up on at The Mickey Dudes and let us know what's your top 11. What's your top restaurant? What do you think we did wrong? Where do we go right? Did Joe actually get something right with the Turf Club? I don't think so. That's probably why I only got one vote and it got only honorable mention. But where was the Brown Derby? Where was Sanaa? Where were all the other big hitters? Did we miss something? Let us know. Let's have a discussion. And Joseph, let's review. This is your elbow. <laughs> Where's the citrus bird? <laughs> <laughs>
Where's right. the orange bird? That's the other thing. So a good call with that. So let's bring that back up really quick. So citrus swirl, now it's the orange swirl. Does it make more sense now that the orange bird actually gets to be with the orange swirl because it was never called the citrus bird? Well, I will say that while I don't particularly care, well, I guess I guess now I have to change my tense. While I didn't particularly care for the citrus swirl, the orange bird, I love that little guy. So I hope he's still here to stay. So now it makes more sense. The orange bird with the orange swirl. I can't wait to try it in a month. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to it, too. Yeah. It's not going to replace my Dole Whip, I can tell you that. But uh, Nothing will, replaces the Dole Whip. I think I might be able to um, create a little spot in my heart for it. And in your belly. I found I found about, the other one just what, way what too about, tart. It hey, just hey. wasn't for my taste. Really? Just wait for an or, uh, orange oh, Dole Whip. There you go. But, Dave, you're so sour to begin with. And I can't believe you didn't really actually like the citrus swirl. I guess sour is a sour does. There you go. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, boys yeah, and yeah. girls, have a good night. Yeah, Forrest Gump quote. Good job. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.